Coin Market Recap: The Merge. Hello to you. Welcome to Coin Market Recap on Thursday, the fifteenth of September, and it's official. Ethereum has completed the merge. The ambitious switch from a proof-of-work blockchain to proof-of-stake has been years in the making, and according to the Ethereum Foundation, it'll slash the amount of energy it uses by 99.95%. As the merge approached in the early hours of Thursday morning, software engineers and developers revealed what would count as a success. We hope to see over the course of the first epoch, which is 32 slots, which is about six minutes, we hope to see many blocks. Optimally, we'll see 32. You know, if we see 30 or more, then we're like, we're golden. If we see a bit of a precipitous drop, something like 25 in that range, we're going to say, okay, something's looking a little bit weird. We're going to be digging in. Um, But that's going to be one of our first indicators is that first epoch. Do we have many blocks and do we have similar percentage of attestation? So you know, if we're 90 plus percent. Countless dress rehearsals and tests have been taking place in recent months, and the entire project's been compared to changing a car's engine as it travels at high speed. Viewing parties were held around the world, and the Ethereum Foundation's official live stream captured the moment when proof of stake was activated. This is the moment of truth. Come on now. Let's go. <laughs> Let's, go. The, uh, Let's go. Let's the... go. Hey, I got pandas. POS activated. Bandas. Come on. Adam too. Come on now. Let's go. Thank you, Pandas. Honor. Let's go. Panda. Panda. Hey. Hey. Yeah. 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 And built on it. Yay. One right. So everyone, we knew this would happen. We knew that we would get this far. There's nothing contentious yet. The next 13 minutes are... Um, the nail-biting times. Software engineers said the merge went perfectly. Miners are now obsolete, and instead, validators who lock up their own ETH are responsible for validating transactions. The Ethereum Foundation had expected that validator participation rates could be as low as 80 to 90%, but as the first few blocks emerged, 95% was being achieved. We began this night a couple hours ago as a proof of stake network with um, thousands of people around the world mining Ethereum with their GPUs. Um, About five minutes ago, well, I'm sorry, actually about 13 minutes ago, the entire network shifted to proof of stake, now relying on validators with 32 Ether deposits to guarantee the network. And one of the biggest benefits of that is the 99.98% power reduction. So that is our win. That's why we're so excited um, and so proud of everyone involved. This ushers in a new era for Ethereum and eliminates one of the biggest criticisms surrounding this blockchain, energy consumption. Software engineers had this message for miners. Let's, let's appreciate all the GPU miners did for us. They, they yes, our, absolutely. Our 100%. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of us all did that thing. I mean, we all did it. 
and I, I mean, I eagerly welcome GPU miners to come to Proof of Stake. Um, the network has done a lot for you. You're a part of us. Join us in Proof of Stake. And Ethereum researcher Justin Drake also explained how significant the merge was. You know, at a high level, we're going to be uh, reducing the energy consumption of the whole world by roughly 0.2%. So Ethereum right now is consuming 0.2% of all the electricity that is, is produced. Uh, Bitcoin is on the order of 0.5%. And I can't think of a single technological innovation that reduces worldwide you know, electricity consumption as much as the move to proof of stake uh, does. And one of the really cool things about this uh, electricity reduction is that the mainstream understands it's something that's so obviously good. Um, you know, there's so many advantages to the merge, but things like the security improvements, things like the monetary improvements are much, much, much harder to, to understand. So I think as a community, we, we shouldn't be shy and sh we should, really should be proud. Ethereum's co-founder Vitalik Buterin described the merge as a big moment for the ecosystem and said everyone involved in making this happen should feel very proud of themselves. But he stressed this is just the beginning and there's much more work to be done. This is uh, the, the first step in Ethereum's uh, big journey toward being a uh, very... Uh, a, a very mature system and uh, there's uh, still steps left to go we still have to scale we uh, still have to fix privacy we still have to make the make the thing actually uh, se secure for regular users and um, all of this stuff and uh, you know, i think uh, we all just we all need to work hard and uh, do our part to make all of those um, other things happen as well so i mean i i'm you know, like to me, the merge just like symbolizes probably the uh, difference between um, sort of early stage Ethereum and uh, you know the uh, Ethereum we've always wanted um, early stage Ethereum to be, uh, to become. So let's uh, go and uh, build out all of the other uh, parts of that ecosystem and uh, you know turn Ethereum into being what we want it to be. Ether's price has been pretty flat over the past 24 hours, indicating the merge was already priced in. But Ethereum Classic, which remains on a proof-of-work blockchain, has surged by 4% in the past 24 hours. ETHW, the token representing a hard fork of the current Ethereum blockchain, has gone off to a very rocky start. It's fallen by 37% in the past 24 hours. Some other news now, and Craig Wright has made a big revelation on day three of his trial against Hoddlenaut. Hard drive and a USB stick, yes. And you, you destroyed both with the hammer? Yes. And uh, well, I stomped on one with my foot, so that's a bit different. The Australian entrepreneur argues it would be extremely difficult for him to provide further cryptographic proof that he's Satoshi Nakamoto because he's destroyed the hard drive that contains key pieces needed to gain access to private keys. Back in 2019, Hodlinaut wrote tweets that accused Dr. Wright of being a fraud and a scammer, and this court case aims to determine whether these posts are protected by freedom of speech. Also during Wednesday's hearing, Dr. Wright had this to say about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is not encrypted. Bitcoin can be seized. Bitcoin can be frozen. Bitcoin acts within the law. There is a lot of misinformation from BTC maximalists who want to go back to drug markets, child porn, pedophilia, 
and they don't want legal enforcement of Bitcoin. I want to make sure that judges and courts understand that Bitcoin is not encrypted and it can be seized, frozen and accessed under a court order. I want to make sure that the lies about thousands and thousands of nodes are understood and that people understand that BTC has 15 nodes, three of which control 59% of the hash power today. I want it known that these lies, these slanderous accusations about how law enforcement can't take Bitcoin from criminals are wrong. The case continues. And South Korea is attempting to void Do Kwon's passport, according to local media. It comes after an arrest warrant for the embattled Terra co-founder and five others was issued. Kwon is believed to be in Singapore and he's been charged with violating the Capital Markets Act. According to the Financial Times, Singapore is not on South Korea's list of bilateral extradition treaties and officials are also considering cooperating with Interpol. Lawyers believe Kwon would face serious difficulties in travelling outside of Singapore if an Interpol red notice is issued. That's it for today's Coin Market Recap. Please do leave us a review if you've enjoyed today's episode. There's plenty more crypto news and features on our website over at coinmarketcap.com forward slash Alexandria. I'm Connor Sefton. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll be back with Molly Jane tomorrow for our weekly news roundup. Bye bye for now.